0: As, might as well.
1: Let's All right. So first, first, if this. you're going to Google it, I'd like it. you to Google Lisa, uh, Lisa specifically, Lisa the Painful. The painful. Now, I'd the... like you to. Okay. All right. So judging by those start. screenshots alone, like you can even go with the images if you want. All
0: right. Let's
1: go over there. Uh, how right. would you picture this RPG to play? Like, what, what, what is this in reference to or inspired by?
0: Uh, I want to say it's kind of like Pokemon. Okay um I don't know. Let's, let's just let's just keep going
1: now would you believe me if by scrolling down and seeing all these like fan arts and stuff um if this was inspired by earthbound okay and yeah. released alongside undertale but because undertale was such a critical success and like looked more approachable this was left in the limelight and this was actually more fantastic than uh undertale okay it, so it's less of a, let's go around fun making friends with people, and more of a, uh, let's go around and be fucking miserable with our decisions in life. Okay. In that... So, Undertale, as I've said, you go around making friends with everybody. Like, the entire gimmick of the game is so that you can run around and talk to people, right? Yeah. Like, for them to resolve conflict by, uh, by effectively just not having one. Yeah. This game is based in a post apocalyptic world in which all the women disappeared except for one. Lisa. Lisa. Oh, no, Lisa does not appear. Lisa there's actually a huge backstory to it that if you follow along has a little bit of a cringy fan base Uh because it's kind of a cult hit. Yeah. Um (coughs) excuse me. Lisa died. Uh huh. Committed suicide. Yeah. And the main character you play is largely tied to her. Okay. In fact, like there's a whole theme of it because The entire point of the game is that you just so happen to, like, essentially come across the last female child on Earth, Uh and raised her, Uh and then you come home one day, and she's kidnapped, Uh and there's blood fucking splattered all across the walls and shit. As you do. Um, So the whole point of the game is to go around, uh, picking up whoever you can, Uh and going, as essentially the rescuer. Um, But there's, like, a whole lot of other subplots of, like... why did this happen? Um, how did he... Like, there's a lot of themes and a lot of, like, imagery about how your main character is essentially a shitty father because he grew up in a really shitty, like, housing himself before the whole apocalypse thing happened. Okay, okay. Um, uh-huh. so, like, he starts to have second thoughts of, like, all right, so I'm essentially kicking everyone's asses with me and my crew. But, like... My blonde boy crew? The blonde boy crew. And you're like, all right, so he's fucking brutal, So how is he good? Like how how is this man raising this child, and then suddenly she got taken away, like taken away? And there's a whole lot of like other plot spoilers. It's one of those games where the less you you know about it, the more impactful and the better it is.
0: Stop talking! But shut the fuck up. The main. Now it's done. Podcast is over.
1: Hola. (laughs) But like, one of the less spoilery decisions you make is very early on in which. A lot of the situations you you reach is kind of like a road like in which you have to gamble, not gamble gamble, but like you have to put up something either your items or like uh, a combat ability or something you lose permanently or like so, like something else. Like you can permanently lose party members of your own volition because you want something in the narrative to go your way, as opposed to Undertale where everything just kind of worked out. Yeah. Huh. Um, I've heard a lot of like other like existential Undertale things in which the whole point of that game is that uh, you played for all three endings because you were just curious and like you should probably have stopped playing when you reached the first one because then there's no point. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it makes like th- does does completing the game over and over again make your it, like enjoyment of the game more or less because if you finish the game and then heard people talking about another ending. And then you discussing the story implications. Is that more pleasurable to you, or is experiencing it at all for yourself through multiple playthroughs? It it was a very interesting like case that I that I saw kind of be opened up to me. And then Lisa showed up, and Lisa was like, "All right, it's completely the opposite. You play one way, you play like one way, and then you think about the story that you experience then, and it's 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 fun." <laughs> and then there's a sequel that was like almost the same. Only you play. Um, I guess I guess that's more spoilery, but if you look at the synopsis, you play as the girl that got raised by your main character, who was also raised to be essentially just murderous asshole. Good. and because and essentially because of story reasons, she sees all this bloodshed and is raised with uh, like a fucking post really manly men society of them just killing each other. She's like, all right, not only will I be the only woman on earth that I know of. Um, I'm also going to tear this wasteland of fucking thunder, murder all of the warlords, quote unquote, that like have have popped up since my conception, and then I will be uh, like I'll be like ruler of this fucking country as well as the only woman in this country. And it's not like an empowerment thing; it's more of a "this is all I know, so I'm going to do it" type of thing. And it's really interesting to think about. What's the gameplay like? Uh, it's effectively like Earthbound. It's Effectively okay. like Earthbound, except. Yeah. It has a very, very hard emphasis on status effects and that, uh, like, for example, if you think about, like, an RPG, which was the argument that kind of made me want to play it because that's how, like, it, it's essentially its unique feature if you don't hear about anything else. Uh-huh. Um, like, you, you're playing Final Fantasy VII, right? And you sure. have, like, fucking summons. I'll play t- a good one instead. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you're, playing Final do- Fa- oh. you're playing Final Fantasy VI, right? Yeah. And you get, like... I haven't actually played, so I can't really make that. So you're playing Final Fantasy 1, right? Okay. And uh, you have a black mage, you have a white mage, maybe you have a red mage, or maybe you have some other, like, martial class, and then, like, all of a sudden, your black mage gets, like, bio or whatever the one that poisons, and you're like, why would I use this as opposed to the, like, fire 2 spell that I also got? It does more damage right away. So, like, of course you just use the fire 2 spell. Uh, and then you go to Lisa, who is essentially, so you can do all of your other shit, but stacking status effects is so effective in that game that, like, for example, mutants, because as you saw in the art of Lisa, there's a huge fucking, uh, like, mutant with his eyes dragged down to his fucking chest, right? Yeah, he needs a little help. Those mutants are almost immune to stun, have really high physical resistance, so you need to make it, like, midgetate that damage by making it, like... I think the first one you get is, like, Cry, in which your first party member is, like, a really, really shitty person to fight with because all he does... Like, he's so bad at fighting, it's played up as a joke. Um, but his one other thing is that he makes the enemies cry, and that significantly reduces their damage and significantly reduces their accuracy, so you can just be like, sweet. So this guy is strictly for status effects because he's really shit at combat, and then everything else is kind of like... Like, everyone else is a hybrid. Like, there's one guy who... Uh, like, late-game guy who pukes on a ge- like pukes on the enemy, and that effectively does a random status effect. But, like, it's kind of showing that, like, if you light them on fire, they will take more damage. Mm-hmm. If you, like, poison them, they'll take more damage or, like, be slower and shit. There's, there's a lot of stats and shit to it, but that, that that's kind of the sell-all gimmick of the combat system itself, is that uh, it kind of forces you not to ignore those, because if you play the game without them, you're totally fucked. And by totally fucked, I mean, it'll be a very difficult game.
0: <laughs> I mean, I used to play on-hit-effect Teemo, so I'll be, I'll be, I'd will I'll play it.
1: Also, some of the mutants have, like, y- they break your neck, and that is either a, like, essentially a uh, Darkest Dungeons, Death door coin flip of a does he instantly die or does he just get KO'd? Like, there's a whole lot of, like, impactful shit to the game as well, so you have to, like, again, status effects to buff your own dudes and to make sure that you have the highest possible chance for that monster to not break your fucking neck. So, like, it's essentially a huge balancing act. And it's not, like... It's like a roguelike where you permanently lose members, but you get so many fucking party members that you have to weigh... Alright, so do I actually want to, like, go on with this... Uh, with this strategy that I'm doing of, like, stunlocking the enemy, or do I want to, like, slow the monster down so I can get multiple turns of damage before he, like, uses his neck break? And it's... Not really a 100% thing, because RPGs are typically like, oh, he has a percentage chance to use this game. Like, it's, it's, it's a fun risk-slash-reward mechanic. Yeah. It's kind of dumb for the neck break, where, like, sometimes fights just absolutely fucking dominate you, and, like, there's a mode in the game where you can only use save points once.
0: Oh. Alright,
1: well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. So like, yeah, there's there's a whole lot there's a whole lot of meat to it. Like if you want some sort of like brutal game in both gameplay and story, it's it's kind of up my alley. Like I like that a lot. Um, though I hear I can it. tell.
0: Yeah. This entire this has been 10 minutes of just you going on about this. Well, <laughs> I, I t- have t- no vested like I know.
1: There's no interest in you because you have like I've, I, I've
0: not I've seen the key art. That's it.
1: Yeah. I know. I I I take a look at it just in general like I, I, again, I bought the game if you want to, like, try it out on, like, Steam sharing or something, but...
0: No. Well, how much was it, anyway?
1: Uh, I think it's, like, 16 bucks for the game, the soundtrack, and the second game in the series. Well, technically the third and second, but whatever.
0: Wait a second. Austin Jorgensen.
1: Austin Jorgensen? I feel like I know that name. What is... Is he just... Is it just that? Uh, he did... As far as I know, we only did Lisa, Lisa the Painful, and Lisa the Joyful. The
0: name just sounds familiar from something.
1: Uh, he was... There was a game that was, like, critical... Okay. He doesn't
0: have a thing, so I guess it doesn't matter.
1: I don't know if you know the game, but it's, like, a kind of RPG, non-RPG, where it's just the RPG character kind of, like, floating around and, like, experiencing her, like, traumatic past and shit. And, like, I don't know, but the famous meme about it is, like, there's one room in the game that you flick, the like, if you flick a light switch on and off, you get a very, very small percent chance for, like, a fucking, like, spoopy face when the lights are off to appear instead of the character that's supposed to be in. I have no idea. All right, no. Uh, because he was, I don't know if he was involved in that, but he was definitely, like, after that came out, he was like, all right, let's spin this off as, like, some sort of, like, weird Lisa RPG and then go forth into the, um, to the actual, like, RPG RPG.
0: Well, good, good for him for making something.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's him and Toby Fox that kind of get like, I don't know specifically where Toby Fox came from, but like, he came out of nowhere from Earthbound things to let's make an Earthbound game and that's kind of the same way they somewhat. went. Only one of them is a uh, game about optimism and joy and the other one's a game about uh, dealing with all the shit you, you, you did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got I mean I got nothing. It's... I know.
1: I it's just a thing that's been floating around my mind and it's just like it's it's it, it's almost inspiring in that Earthbound is such a weird game that it spun off like two vastly different like vastly different and equally uh equally great honestly like compelling. stories for both of them. Yeah, compelling stories on them. Like one of them decided, "Oh hey, everything's okay, but if you do actually want to play an RPG, I'm going to make it a shoot 'em up instead," which is or I would say more of a bullet hell RPG, and then like the other one is just oh, so here's a conventional RPG except uh, you're not like the things you ignore. I want you to not ignore. Who the fuck uses fucking slow in Final Fantasy?
0: I do.
1: Okay, other than in tactics. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> tactics. Th- tactics makes it interesting, Ta- but like, mm. like are you again? Time Ages. In my opinion, are over fucking power because like, depending on what class you slow, you take two turns as opposed like in the time they take one, and in tactics that's that's a huge deal.
0: No, I think it was good in Final Fantasy X. I haven't played X since it actually like released.
1: Uh, me neither. Actually, I don't think I've actually finished X to be honest. Like, I actually, know anything, the with, anything
0: with Tom Berries.
1: Oh yeah, no, you have to, you have to slow those bastards.
0: <laughs> no, no, fucking stop, stop, stop. Actually, no, you, you literally had to, um, in Final Fantasy VIII, there's a, ta- a Tomberry Tower, yeah. where you can get a, like, pull from, like, this well, like, nothing but stop, and you're like, why do I need stop? Because the Tomberries will fucking kill you if you do not stop the Tomberry King.
1: I like the idea of Tomberries, but I feel like, I don't know, I feel like when they're, fr- like, I, I like I like Tomberry Tower, because it's a re- evidently a re- uh, memorable piece of the game. Yeah. Uh, where there's just fucking Tomberries everywhere.
0: It's hell. Hell it is it is not a good time. It's hell on Earth. It's well hell on a tower at least. And... Yeah.
1: And then like I knew what like I knew what Tomberries are at that point, and I played Crisis Core, and then there was a hidden enemy if you just go completely the wrong way in one of the missions. Like one of the extra missions, in fact. I don't know if there are any other Tomberries in the game, but you saw like, oh fuck, there's a Tomberry right there. Uh, am I gonna fight it? Sure, why not? It kicks your fucking ass. Yep. as Tomberries should. Yep.
0: Yeah, those that I I definitely took it lightly when I first went against them. Because they're cute. They are. They're adorable. I'm like, okay, I've been like face rolling everything up to this point. And just fucking just, just stroll up like a thing and kill the first one, lose two people in the process.
1: And then like, yeah, no. Like they're they're completely anime trophy in that they're cute little things, but like they're essentially atomic bombs in the shell. Yep.
0: And I was like, they're just they're just walking towards me. I'm this is fine. This is oh, there goes Zell. Hope, hope he wasn't necessary for anything. Oh dear. Oh
1: boy. Oh man. Yeah. But yeah, no. That's that's my that's the RPG corner. I don't know if I have anything else to do with RPGs. I
0: mean, I haven't played an RPG. Well, I guess I guess the Magic Channeler thing is kind of an RPG. It's it's fun. I'm having I, a lot of fun.
1: I want I want to turn based. RPG or at least I want to play like a Final Fantasy Tactics. I might I might just go find Final fantasy find it, uh, Yes, that Final Fantasy Tactics and play it again. Game Boy I, N- I are it.
0: pretty easy to get running.
1: I mean you know, you I, GBA. Yeah. I, I played tactics advanced. Yeah. Uh I love that game. Mostly because that was one of the only things I could play for hours as a kid. Yeah. Because um mm-hmm. as I am right now, I can really only get invested through, like, a, a quite a few play sessions, so no matter what I came back to, it had to have more progress for three hours to fill, otherwise I'd just be real sad. And then, like, Final Fantasy Tactics Advance was like, oh, there's so many grindy bullshit things in that game that I loved. Like, uh, getting Double Strike, or, like, Dual Wielding, you had to get a specific item in late game, and because you learned everything via job points, you need yep. like, typical things, like, high high-level things needed, like... 300 job points, and like that was like probably 10 fights or something, depending on how well you did. Um, fucking dual wield, which I got on everyone it was available on, yeah. was 999 job points. Ew. That was a fuck ton of fights. I need like the 30 fights to learn one skill from one weapon that I could only get once. I think that's a lie. I think you can get it twice, but like uh, that was after I. Did everything that I could to a get a
0: lot of fisticuffs.
1: So like my main character was it wasn't mid match the fuck, but he was a fighter pal like fighter with secondary skills being paladin. Um, he had all the paladin shit, so like effect like all the paladin shit, all the fighter shit. So effectively, when you hit him, he had a chance to activate bone breaker, which is essentially you hit me, I hit you twice as hard with my double strike dual wield. So I hit him four times. Bonebreaker has a, like, 150% damage bonus, um, and if you crit, not only, you, like, the only way I you, you could be saved from my fucking main character at that point, because he was such a fucking damage-dealing beast, he had, like, Excalibur and yes. Excalibur 2, Yep. Um, was if I crit you and you got pushed. Otherwise, you're <laughs> dead right there through any, uh, like, auto-attack.
0: There was a Warcraft 3 custom game where they took the Final Fantasy Tactics aspect to it but it was still kind of like a weird lane fighter yeah and it was very weird very interesting um some versions had like your job points persisting yeah which was a really bad time because like somebody would be op and you'd be like i'm just a fucking peasant and i'm trying to get enough thing or like a squire so i can get my job points like no no fucking fuck that one but there was somewhere like I learned very quickly how to choose that game yeah. because the first thing I did after I killed enough things to get enough points in order to change my job was go Geomancer which was fucking OP as shit because you get an enemy hero running at you and like you just okay, Roots, you can't move okay, you run away Roots again, okay, also I'm beating up on you, these minions are beating up on you, oh you're dead, cool, I got a lot more job points now (laughs) It's interesting. And then you can you know change your job but keep a skill from the last one. So hmm. I think I moved into like it was some sort of knight. I can't remember. Or was it? Did I go to like alchemist sort of thing? Hmm. I can't remember what I went to next. But like just something that did fuck nominal amounts of damage whenever I got close. And I just <laughs> root quack <whap, laughs> root quack <whap,
1: laughs> quack
0: And it was uh, it was a fucking nightmare.
1: Do you have Warcraft three by the way at all? Uh no I could probably go find it.
0: Okay because like. Just-
1: do you want? To, do you want to go
0: explore? No, there's there's a custom game yep. that I really want to play again, and I, I I think it plays pretty much okay with two people, hmm. but I mean the more people the better. But it is it's called Dragon Ball Z Tribute. Oh, okay. I think I know what
1: you're talking about. It is
0: honestly the best World of War or World of Warcraft. Well, Warcraft Three custom game ever made. Like, some, har- some are very intense, like the Final Fantasy ones where you actually get a code that you input at the beginning to actually go to whatever class you were working on. You could be, like, a fucking level 99 black mage or something like that. Just yeah. loading in, which is stupid. Interesting. Very neat mechanic to it. But, like... Bleh, fuck that. It was very impossible to actually get started, because everybody got to a certain point.
1: Well, plus, like, Warcraft 3 for custom games like that, were janky as fuck. But, yeah. You know,
0: but the I Dragon... Mean, yeah. The Dragon Ball Z tribute one was, like solid all the way around. Like, everything was really balanced. You're like, uh, Boo could get out of hand, but that's only if you don't curtail him. Future Trunks is really powerful at the start, but, like, he fades off late, so, like, the if, if you got a Future Trunks, you gotta kind of, like, try to win fast. Um, if you don't take care of Metal Cooler, he's gonna have so many fucking clones, you're not gonna be able to deal with that at all. <laughs> um, Broly can really fuck up your day. Actually, he was glitched in some of them where like he had a knockback punch. Yep. And you could get stuck in trees.
1: <laughs> that was that was normal in like Dota and stuff as well. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um Yeah, cuz it's the same engine. And um really cool thing you could you could be Piccolo. In some versions you could be Piccolo, train a lot and then like fuck with your stats and you could be like gone to your Piccolo. Or you could pick Piccolo and input a code and become Krillin. So you could swap out Piccolo for Krillin, and he had, like, destructed disc and it was pretty sick. It's, it's like, a really solid, solid game. If you pick Goku, you start off in heaven, because, like, he dies a lot. But you can go up and actually, like, trade against Gregory or Bubbles or anything like that, and actually beef up. And it's really fucking cool. The Like, everybody has kind of a really unique start, a really unique play to it.
1: I was, like... Like, I assume you level up and stuff in the system. Like, what what yeah. is the end goal? Is just to be the last one standing, or...?
0: Um, if you... Yeah, if you put all the good guys in heaven, then the bad guys win. And then if all the good guys put all the bad guys in hell, the bad guys lose. But yeah, good, guy, good guys win if all the bad guys are in hell. And the bad guys win if all the good guys are in hell.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and then there's... I can't remember if there's other win conditions. Um... I just can't remember them right off the top of my head because it's been a long while. thing is, like, you can get out of heaven. After you do so much training, you can go and, like, buy a scroll to get out. And they'll be like, yeah, cool, here you go. And like plop you down in the middle of a town or something. And um, if you're in hell, you can go fight the two... Um,
1: the, the little, the, the, like, the weird demon things.
0: Yeah, the guys who want to pump you up. Uh, die, yeah. And then, uh, like, use those guys to train and then eventually go kill, like, the gatekeeper to get out that way. They'll give you, like, a revive ticket that you can use and pop back out. Hmm. So it's really really cool, um, I'm sure, very very glitchy at the time.
1: I'm sure if you like tweet it out, some people will be like, "Oh fuck yeah, I'll join you on that." Like I'm, I'm sure some people have Warcraft three. I mean, if
0: like like we pl- we played Starcraft two yesterday, which was enjoyable. I mean, we were fucking, like, silent the entire time because we were very fucking focused on moving, like, hundreds of units here and there, here and there, back and forth, and over here.
1: I know, it's kind of like, I don't know, I I had a lot of muscle memory from when I was playing, uh, like, actually just playing one-on-one and stuff, um, Mm -hmm. back when Wings of Liberty was new.
0: Yeah, Um, I did not play StarCraft 2. Yeah. Like, so, when I had absolutely no units in Game 2, I had a fuck ton of units, because I figured out how to do shit.
1: Yeah, no, uh, I mean it was mostly just the uh, make drones, uh, make lings make roaches, but I couldn't have roaches and it made me sad.
0: Yeah, no, I couldn't have fucking archons for ages. Made me a little sad.
1: I mean the only the only unit that I can't like unlock right away and I honestly can't remember, I think is the ultralisk or something.
0: Ultralisk is hype.
1: I mean I've never ever once used Ultralisks in a one V one. Like in, the game was over too one fast. Uh, Starcraft two, Starcraft one. I think they were necessary. Yeah, for war, yeah. No, I, th- I think they were actually just widely used because Starcraft. Starcraft one. Uh, if you're especially if you're a pleb tier like me, it uh, supports a lot of like commoditization of units. Like um... definitely like a fuck ton of X and a fuck ton of Y and maybe a little bit of Z just to like go flank around. Like Zed was oh wait for me was util- the, like, Yep. X was either Zerglings or Roaches. Y was either Hydralisks or the other unit that I liked a lot that I can't remember that also hit air. Um, actually, I think that was the problem, yeah. And then, like, there were weird builds that I uh, also joined in with, such as the uh, aforementioned... Like, there, 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 there's a build called the Dragon Cleavage, and I don't know why it's called the Dragon Cleavage. But effectively, all it is is Lings and Queens. You mass build Queens, you mass build Lings, and you just fucking march with your creep. I like it. It was highly effective because queens in the early game are ten out of ten units. Like they wreck everything early game.
0: No, when I used to play zergling back in StarCraft One, it was yeah, um, zerg zerglings. Sorry, yeah, I was playing zerg zerglings and Mutilis were like my main offense because you like I just went full on the research and got like the bounce glaive thing that Mutilis fought out and I just fucking just. The, you, you know the Zerglings were coming. They're firing around, shooting those things like Terrans or something like that, and then just melees pop up and it bam, 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 All your fucking units are dead. Just gone.
1: Well, like they're they're fucking
0: very important against carriers too. Yeah, Jesus Christ. They're like
1: swarms of them are like fucking vultures, like or locusts or something. Like they swoop in and then they go out. Your buildings are still standing, but there are no units. You have nothing left. You have you field. have no workers. Like you say goodbye to all of them. Yeah,
0: no melees were fucking gross
1: they're still gross um when I played Wings of Liberty like a lot of people anticipated like uh, uh, anticipated the the Mutalisks but if they anticipated the Mutalisks they didn't see the Banelings coming and Banelings they, are cool yeah if they didn't anticipate like if they were like sweet well there's Banelings coming so I'm gonna ignore like the rocket launch like the the rocket turrets whatever and then the fucking Mutalisks would come eat their line go back and then they'd have to like scare like they'd be fucking scared essentially yep. I love it
0: but yeah, no, like I I, w- I, I do miss the RTS and playing StarCraft. Yesterday, kind of reminded me, like, yeah, I fucking, I fucking miss RTS. But I want to go back really bad and play Dragon Ball Z Tribute. I mean, we could, we
1: could do that.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, we could do that. I can, I can host the game, and you could just load up. What's What's really cool is like, like, it had such a good UI to it. You could just load into a game and download mm. the map. You don't need to actually like have the map prior. So it's like, oh, this game looks interesting, and you load it up, and then it's like, boom, there you go, you can play Wintermall Wars. Uh, is there... Wintermall Madness, I think it was. Yeah.
1: I don't know if there are any, like, major, like, RTSs. Like, I think uh, the genre of, like, Dota, Counter-Strike, and Pub, Pub, PUBG.
0: Yeah, it's definitely overtaken the, yeah. the RTS market.
1: I don't know, I, I miss them, because... If an RTS is done right, like I think that was the one of the problems with StarCraft and stuff, uh, at least from what I've heard, because there are people smarter than me that know the uh, know the genre better than me. But they were complaining about like, for for a spectator, StarCraft is a little obtuse. Like you know, if one guy has more units than the other guy, generally the the guy with more units wins. But like that is that is one game I do love watching in StarCraft too. But like, there are also some like, if you don't know what a roach does, or if the roach fires a projectile and a hydrolisk fires a projectile, uh, as a new player, would you know inherently which one can fire at air units? Yeah, that's fair. Um, so I like, I think, I think StarCraft is just becoming a thing in which. Uh,
0: starcraft is a good spectator sport if you have a base understanding of starcraft
1: yeah and that's that's the problem uh, same with dota but dota's like was a thing I would like,
0: say like the the MOvas are a lot easier to watch because well, it's a fun, y- you it's have a fun one fun guy he yeah. does a thing you have another guy he does a thing it's not like you need to worry about like a, a, a thousand units on screen or something like that yeah like, yeah,
1: like you, you don't want you, you don't need to talk about an essay of what a fucking Zergling does or what armor two is or something. Yeah. Um, whereas, like... The next
0: guy just spins around a lot.
1: Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, like, oh, hey, we play Dota, this man spins. Oh, he's buying the thing that makes him spin better. Like, sweet. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's very cut and dry when it comes to MOBAs.
1: Um, and then, like, first-person shooters <coughs> are just simple as shit, generally, unless there's, like, a gimmick, but...
0: Even then, it's, it's like, yeah, you're watching this guy, he's pointing his cursor at the other guy, and the other guy is dead. Cool. I'd
1: love to see, like... I'd love to, I'd love to be a caster for, like, PUBG... Um, mostly because I like... it it, just really shitty, funny situations. Like, for example, I was top three, and then I was in a bush, and the other guy was in a bush, and then one guy, like, the last guy that, between me in a bush and the other guy in a bush, just walked up right next to me, didn't see me in the bush, it was hiding, and he was just like, oh, fuck, where are they? Like, I could physically see him, like, turn 360 degrees, or, like, see him look around just to see, like, where the fuck are they? <laughs> like... Um, and, and the circle was coming in uh, towards the other guy in the bush. So I had to get up. But if I got up, that guy would see me because I could see him. I could I could see him in that we were pretty much spitting distance from each other. He just couldn't see me in the bush. Um, and I had to move towards the other guy in the bush. So I thought, well, might as well get this kill. Popped him. Like, as soon as I got up, guy in the bush was like, I saw him. I'm going to see you. Pop, pop, pop. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, just, just those Mexican standoffs are, like, excellent. I also had a game today in which... Uh, I was hiding in like, I, I drove right next to a Jeep and that Jeep kind of just drove away into a compound further ahead of me. And I was like, all right, so I'm going to stop at this house that I was going to anyway. And then I might meet up with that guy just like to, to shoot him down. So I was like searching the house and it was a good five minutes. And then I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to look up because I'm in the circle, a, a, another like music video to play. So I can, I can listen to music while playing. Um, just like just just an Abbey I can't like, do Abby
0: that ends. I actually can't do that like I, I can, any other game I can PUBG no
1: I, I can differentiate uh, like sounds like if, if the music's low enough I can be like yep yeah, that's footsteps and that's that's music I, I, I don't know
0: no I like having the pure focus
1: I mean yeah that's definitely like necessary like I've never listened to music in a team game because it's, it's just more than me yeah uh, otherwise I'm, I'm very like casual about that but uh, at, like, as soon as I tapped down, I heard, like, footsteps, and I was like, oh, fuck, is it that guy? Or, like, what's what's going on? So I shot a, like, I shot a guy who was shooting at someone else. Uh, that guy that he was shooting at, I saw turn around because he was getting shot at by the guy in the Jeep, and I knew that it was the guy in the Jeep because as soon as I went over to shoot that guy and to figure out what was going on over fucking there, uh, there is an already a guy fucking already taking the jeep, so I shot him out. Like, Jesus Christ. As a fucking, uh, what is it, a Mimishka doll of, like, damn <laughs> oh,
0: Matryoshka, yeah, Matryoshka, I think. Matryoshka. Matryoshka.
1: So I still, I still, that game is fucking fun as shit. I'm so glad it's doing as well as it is.
0: Yeah, and, um, like, it's, I, I'm never really tired of playing it. Like, I, I, I have it open right now for a reason, but, like, I, it took a lot of me to not actually just play it. Um, so, one thing I'm doing right now is fucking being one of those weird sellouts to one of those weird programs that one of those weird people do. So... What's up? Um, Razer has this thing where, like, you know, if you use our launcher for anything, like, you can earn fucking this Z-Silver shit. However, the rewards aren't actually all that unattainable. Mm. Um, I bought a new mouse. I would like a newer keyboard because this one's old and gross and crusty and, like... Some of the lights don't work, like the 7 doesn't work, and some of the, the letters don't um, look right anymore. I
1: also need to clean my keyboard, now that you point that out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: um, so, yeah, they give you, like, 2,000 silver to sign up, and like, 900 silver a day for playing a game, and PUBG is one of those games that you can earn, like, twice the silver this weekend. So I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that this weekend.
1: Yeah.
0: So, like...
1: Leaving it on just pumps uh, up hours? Yep. Huh.
0: So I'm at, like, probably, like, 4,000 or so Z-Silver, which seems impressive, but, like, it's not. It's However, a keyboard is, like, 136,000.
1: It's not that bad.
0: It's not that bad. Yeah. Like, if I just do 900 day, like, the, the 900 silver max per day that you can get for just opening a game and just letting it run, that's, um, like, 150 days or something like that I can get a new keyboard yeah. for free.
1: I mean, you're doing it anyway, so you might as well, right? Seriously,
0: now. like, so I, I am bad at that. That's my sneaky recommendation of the day is would would do. I just hit Would do. Would do. Would do. I can't
1: wait for the fucking map. Oh my
0: god, do the maps jungle map is
1: gonna be eight? Like, it's
0: gonna be, it's gonna be nonsense. It's gonna be yeah. When no, climbing like, comes out like all things.
1: things coming out soon. When climbing comes out, you can fucking like. I hope you can climb trees. I hope there are trees big enough that you can climb, so you can be like a fucking predator.
0: I. Mm, I want, like... I want a tree platform. <laughs> I want to be able to get on a tree platform and just sit there like Widowmaker. And then miss every shot.
1: It'd be so fucking great. I've been
0: getting better at shooting lately. So, I can't, I can't really be too upset with myself.
1: Well, it'd be badass. Like, I, I think... I don't know. I, I think that PUBG has enough, like, design space in it that you can shrink it or widen it up. Like, for example, I would love a map that was effectively... Effectively jungle... But, like, it's a very tight quarters relative to the other map for 100 people, but shrink it down to, like, 50 people, but, like, have it be, like, a quarter of the size. Yeah. Like, I, I think that would be stressful as fuck.
0: I would actually just love, like, if 50 people had the drop in Yasnea. <laughs> like...
1: <laughs> I mean, that town's bigger than sprawling enough that it would be a fucking shit... Time in the first five minutes, and then it'll be a horror movie for the next yep. <laughs> 20 minutes. It's
0: just, yeah, it's 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 a it's a massacre over the first little while, and then when you get down to, like, the last 20 people, it's just like, I do not want to move. Oh god, the circle's moving. Uh, fuck. <laughs> but no,
1: like, the game, the game's good. I like the game
0: is good. The it, game has a lot of... It
1: definitely isn't, like, a run-and-gun shooter, but that's not how it's designed. It's designed for a patient and squat shooter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Definitely work with a, it. a sit and wait. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I, the first person player perspective was kind of nice. I I liked it. I played a couple rounds of it. It's pretty fun. It's a little stressful because like I have no idea where people are when I hear them moving. Even more so.
1: First person you know, like first person has its like uh, it has its advantages. Like I always go first person during a firefight indoors because yeah, yeah it, it like the camera is just better for you. Uh, if you hold down right-click, you'll get a better idea of where the fuck you're aiming. Yeah. Uh, because, as I've proven many times, uh, if you third-person hold down right-click to just, like, zoom in and tighten your aim a bit, you have no idea where the fuck you're shooting still. It's... And that's that's taken up so many fucking lives.
0: Yep. The only time I do that third-person-wise is uh, ump, because the ump has a pretty good, like, yeah tight, tight shot, but... Other than that, it's fucking impossible to actually shoot indoors without going first person to me.
1: Can we go one goddamn week without gushing over this game?
0: Uh, we went last week.
1: <sighs> this game's so good. I know.
0: <laughs> um, all right, let's let's shift gears. There's this thing I saw uh, scroll by. Okay. It is. It is more of an improv-related thing. So this is gonna put put your thinking caps on. This is less discussion, more like you got to bring your fucking A game.
1: Oh, that's okay? impossible. I'm always I'm always B game.
0: It's true. Um. Ugh. It's this thing, yep. it's called Don't Even Get Me Started.
1: Don't Even Get Me Started.
0: Yeah. Where the other person just brings up a random fucking, like, topic, and then the other person has to rant until they can't anymore about this one thing. Okay. So, um, all right, I'll, get, I'll give you one. Okay. Giraffe.
1: Fucking giraffes. First of all, <laughs> motherfucker. All right. Blue Tongues. Seriously, though. Like, who decided blue as well? Like, I, I know, I know, don't, I, I know, right? Fucking re- preventing, pre- preventing their tongues from getting sunburned because they eat trees all day. But like, motherfucker, stop sticking at your tongue. You don't need the fucking tongue to rip fucking trees, like, rip trees, goddammit, rip leaves. Look, from look the at trees. how
0: flustered you are for this, you
1: I fucking, like, they're long necks. They don't need it. Fucking build a ladder or whatever. Like, fuck off. And also, they have no camouflage. They're fucking spotty and shit. How the fuck did they live? Also, even if a predator would want to eat them, which they definitely would because you see them coming from 20 fucking miles away because of their long fucking flag-like necks, they probably have no meat on them because they have, like, fucking deer slim bodies and long necks. It's mostly neck.
0: I mean people fight over the nectar and that's good.
1: And as well, so many so many of the fucking calories are wasted. It's such a waste of a fucking beast, right? So many calories are wasted <laughs> Giraffes, waste of oh, a beast. beast. <laughs> <laughs> yep. well, yep. <laughs> that so many calories would be used from fucking stuffing their food down to their stomach. That, like, no caloric intake. That's like they're eating celery all the time. God forbid, right? Like, they eat anything else but leaves. Could you imagine if, like, and they fucking fight with those necks, too. That's true. They risk breaking their own neck to defend themselves against other giraffes because no one's eating them because they're fucking shit. I don't like giraffes. (laughs) Oh, Jesus (laughs) Christ. Just
0: imagine a man with babies <laughs> screaming about giraffes, and, like, you could picture him on the corner of a fucking, like, street somewhere. That's that's just what happened. It's good. It's good. That's a good practice, isn't it?
1: Right? And the fucking... What's the point of their tails, as well? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, alright. Hippos, they need to the brush because they're fat. Like, they're, they're... I don't call them fat. I call them blubbery. Yeah. Like, they need to, like, fucking wipe their own ass, but I'm fairly certain that the giraffe... Like, if I'm thinking giraffe tails... They are far too long for that, so it's just the middle of the tail getting shit on. So what's the point of the tails? It's not even a counterbalance thing. Did I just spit all over you?
0: No, I yeah. thought I just lost
1: a hair or something. It was just weird. <laughs> That's because you're stressed out listening I'm to me bitch about out. giraffes. I, I, I disagree with them. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree with giraffes in general. I
0: inherently disagree with giraffes. Also,
1: alright. Also, what's the point of their half-antlers, not-antlers? Oh. Like. I understand if they wanted to, like, rake trees, but in order to rake trees, they would have to, A, have the leaves fall down, because that's what raking trees does, and also, like, they'd have to bend down their necks, so what's the point of their fucking necks, Devin? Devin, what are the point of their necks? It's like, it's like two little mushrooms on the top of their head. Right? What are they for? <laughs> what what evolutionary purpose... Okay, I... No. <laughs> we need to fix giraffes.
0: This is the heated... We,
1: I... we need to cut off at least two feet of neck, get rid of the weird, like things or extend them. Essentially, I want them to be deer <laughs> or antelope. I'm not. I don't judge except giraffes.
0: This is this is as heated as my fucking centaurs.
1: <laughs> I mean, they, they are literally like, okay, all right. I said they were a waste of beast, but like, it's literally designed by a fucking two year old. Like, it really is. If they if they, they didn't.
0: Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to derail you here, because, like, this, you, you've, you've definitely made your point. You can forget about this. But have you ever seen, like, the Renaissance pictures of elephants, where they've never seen an elephant, they just had to describe to them? No. Oh, that my amazing. fucking god. Like, I, I'm i going to see if I can bring one up on my phone right now. But it is honestly, just while, while we're on the topic of, like, Drift. jungle or, like, sub-Saharan su- su- beasts and De- African plains.
1: African Be- plains? I don't know. Uh... Also, why did they choose the fucking least tree-like place to eat? Like, the savannah has, like, about three trees at most. And, like, y- you need to struggle. And as well, because it's such a wide-open plain, they see you coming. So predators are like, holy fuck, is that a tall motherfucker? I'm gonna eat that, because by the time he fucking whips down his long-ass, stringy-ass neck, I'm gonna be able to fucking eat him. Like, you'd, he'd probably be able to whip... Oh! Oh! no, here's the picture.
0: So, these these are a herd of elephants. Apparently, to the viewer, they look like warthogs.
1: Oh, that that's actually very accurate. With like, look like large snouts. They look like warthogs with trumpets, <laughs> trumpets for noses. That's uh, amazing. Yep, yeah,
0: there's there's another one. That's pretty much just a warthog with like three times the leg.
1: Ooh, and that trunk is ribbed for her pleasure.
0: It is. These are. This this is also a really good one right at the beginning. That there we go. There you go.
1: <laughs> That's a magic. De- I, that I'm pretty is, sure I saw that magic. That together. is that
0: is Feldegriff looking. All right. So highly recommend people looking up Renaissance versions of elephants because it's 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 when you try your hardest. it, it's, it is definitely the description of fake until you make it.
1: So, just to confirm, uh, when when does this exercise end? When I just pretty came?
0: pretty much whenever you're good.
1: I mean, by the time the predator it would seems like you're be good. able to eat. Like okay, so imagine a predator and a fucking giraffe. The giraffe's only defense is to run away, or if that's too late, to whip their fucking long ass necks at them. The fact that they have to prepare and whip their necks by the time they go from the back swing to the front swing of their necks, and by the time like the necker reaches the predator, the predator's already eaten them. So like they're used like how do they how do they live? It's
0: a good question. Not very well.
1: Uh. Devin, please tell me about sparrows. 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 Don't
0: even fucking get me <laughs>
1: started, started about, about sparrows. sparrows.
0: First off, they rhyme with arrows. And you know what can kill things? Arrows. You know what can't kill things? Sparrows. Fucking birds goddamn flapping around thinking they own the place. Birds are honestly like one of the most pieces of shit. But however, sparrows?
1: Sparrows, specifically.
0: sparrows take the fucking cake. Like, look alright, let's look, let's look at the Pokemon analog of Sparrow. Yeah. You got Spiro and Fearow. Pieces of shit. Like the worst, honestly, first generation Pokemon
1: known to mankind. But but Devin, the stats on Firo are drastically you, su- you, like
0: you get you get drill peck. What can real sparrows do? Not drill <laughs> peck. You I know what they can do? They can ra- like they, they, I've I've seen them. I've seen them. They go into the little water over there. They splash around. They splash around in garbage water. They are utterly moronic creatures. They don't understand that they could just find just great food all over the place. You know how many fucking bird feeders there are I see all around this goddamn apartment complex? And they're just down there in the fucking grass picking out little shit. That they're not even fucking finding food because they're there for hours and hours. And you know what they do after they're done with that? They go to the shit water and fucking splash around the shit water. They're dumb creatures. They are just meant for Patrick's cats to find them and eat them. That is their sole purpose in life is to be devoured by kittens.
1: <laughs> devoured by kittens.
0: And that's about the expected length of a rant.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. So I was I was a little, <laughs> little bit over by by my exasperated waste of the beast.
0: However, it's, it's, a good, it's a good improv con like.
1: I think I think that's cute. I think that's that's like yeah, I like that a lot.
0: However, I think you'll be entirely the only ones that could probably do that with a good, like, consistent basis. I think
1: Patrick I think, would be I, too I, nice. I, I think we'd literally go on for like three hours just it's complaining okay. about random it's shit.
0: Speaking of people complaining, um, we like modern Tuesday. Like I just we just have to fucking explain that we're just the worst pieces of shit when it comes to being around other people. Okay,
1: so like throughout the entire modern because okay, we we got a modern on Tuesdays. I Magic the Gathering modern format. Tuesdays,
0: uh, occasionally Thursdays. Well, either one of those days. This yeah. week I might have to bow out until Thursday.
1: That's fine, whatever. Like I I wasn't planning on like getting up and going to play games, but Cool. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um Uh, so, essentially, if you haven't, it's just a, you, you pay five in, and then you get store credit out, depending on how well you do. Yeah. So, like, it's just a bunch of, bunch bunch of people just playing the game, playing competitively. It's a lot of fun.
0: Very grindy. Very, like, it's definitely not for the faint of heart. I feel bad for the first guy I played against, but continue.
1: Now, like, games, (laughs) games one to two, like, the full sets, like, where you fight different opponents, um, we were, we were pretty tame. Like Very tough. I don't well, think we anyone, didn't have
0: to sit near each other. Yeah, I
1: don't think anyone was exasperated or like. I mean, we talk to people, obviously. Like we, we have the, the usual suspects there, and like we talk and like we joke around. Like there's a lot of in jokes going on between me and everyone else, and like so everyone's kind of like in the same wavelength of humor. Like there's there's only like a select few people that we either a need to be sensitive around or b just don't care about because they they don't share our wavelength whatsoever. Much like the guy, like, Reddy <laughs> Um, I don't actually know his name.
0: I, could... <laughs> I, I do, but I, I refuse to name him.
1: <laughs> but yeah. Um, so, if there can't, there, there comes a point in every, every man's life where they have to fight his best friend. And uh, when it's only like 12 people to 16 people, sometimes 20 people, it happens a lot. Now, when me and Devin play, it's it's not like all the other ones. All the other ones, we, we take our brief time. It's just like, oh, okay, well... Yeah, uh, you,
0: you draw a card, you look at it, you examine your hand, you look at the board a little bit, open mana, see the cards their hand. No.
1: no. Even pre-game. Pre-game, we, like, pre-game for everyone else, we, we, we're, we're a polite. We're appropriately polite. We're like, all right, I'll cut your deck. Like, uh, if, if I think it needs another shuffling, I'll, I'll I'll do it for you. Like, whatever. And it's it's generally accepted that, like, you split it just, like, a, a brief amount of time. Like... I'd say a good 30 seconds is good for a nice cut, or, like, a nice split decision on what you want to do about cutting. I Me and this motherfucker take minutes. We, like, well, both of our decks are going to be over, and, like... Three to four turns. Yeah, uh, effectively in our first game, we wanted the well, I wanted the deck cutting to be longer than the actual game itself because to explain deck cutting, you shuffle your deck, you present it to your opponent, and your opponent decides I'm going to cut it halfway and then halfway again and then rearrange it how I like without looking at the cards.
0: Or they just straight up shuffle it and hand it back just because you could be putting cards on top and they yeah. could just they have the opportunity to cut your bullshit.
1: Effectively, it's it's to hedge hedge your bets essentially. Yeah. Like if if the other person was cheating, that's that's the number one way you can prevent them besides calling them out, if you know. Yeah. Um, so like, it's just a preliminary polite thing to do, even if like, it's just to get into the habit of it. Really. Yeah. It's um,
0: a it's a good habit to pick up when it comes to magic.
1: Except for when we do it, because yes. I like to select your hand. Like I go through the deck just face down, and just like that card, that card, that card, that card. I put that on top. That's my cut. Mile. You,
0: you spent the entire time you you repile shuffled my deck. Yep. Meanwhile, I turned all your cards right side up. <laughs> <laughs> Because this fucker, like, half his deck is upside-down because he just doesn't give a fuck. So I spent the entire time putting his deck back in order as he was pile-shuffling my deck. People are already
1: probably on the game, too, at this point. And, like, the first game was tame. Like, we just wanted to play the game after a while. And then we were like, alright, so... For some reason, I don't know who brought it up first. I think it was I, me. In,
0: uh, no, I was doing Gorbo voice right. in the like in my head for ages, and then I like I, I'm pretty sure I cracked the fetch land, and you're like, oh, that's that's my time to go in, <laughs> push uh, all the chips on black.
1: <laughs> as it turns out, it, the the ball fell off and landed on a green <laughs> tile somewhere.
0: <laughs> landed in somebody's
1: drink. <laughs> in, that's very accurate. It landed in someone's drink because because as soon yeah. as I, like
0: oh. <laughs> <"All right." laughs> So, <laughs> we, you lose. We, we both watch Game Grubs. It's, it's, like, it's a good YouTube consumption while, it's like, doing something else. And for those uninitiated, in their Paper Mario playthrough, there's this character named Grubbo. That's part of, like, the wrestling thing, and he's, like, the wrestling owner. Yeah. He's the Vince McMahon of this promotion thing. So, Aaron gave him the worst fucking voice possible, and it was just this, oh, this really high-pitched little staccato thing. <laughs> Oh, it's
1: really annoying. It's really annoying. like it. I I have to be in a certain like mood to bring out my inner grubba, and that was the specific, specific time. And the guy beside me immediately he must have watched he must have fucking hated those series of episodes where that of the grubba voice yeah. was just always on. Yeah, just he was like, Oh come on. Yeah, that was just there. Like every time I'd speak within that voice, like, oh I'm playing one guy. And
0: of course, like you, you could see him like get a little like he the, was a little flustered at
1: first. And then after a while, when we both started doing it... Oh, we were it was doing like, it for, like, the entire game. Oh, God, please stop. Just, like... Yeah.
0: Justin to your, your left, uh, John to my left, were both like, Oh, my fucking God, I swear to shit.
1: <laughs> and then I was, all right, all right, I'll stop, I'll stop. And I played, like, oh, I played... I can't bring it up, but I played Wooded Foothills, and then I cracked it for a stopping ground, and I did it in a grumble voice, and he was like, Come on, please! <laughs> like, I
0: think, I think time goes on, and then eventually I, I, I top next Scavenger Goose, and I don't know why I wanted to. Like, Scavenger Goose is affectionately known as Scooze. Like, it's just the, the one word match. A lot of things have nicknames. Um. So, like, I just tap to, and just jam out,
1: oh, you're Scooze, you and lose! And then I just fucking died. Yeah, like, no, cards Cur- no had to be
0: down that. on the ground, like, fucking, I am done. Like,
1: <laughs> everyone, everyone, like, it was such a boisterous like laugh track from me that everyone kind of stopped and looked at the idiot across the table just it giggling into himself
0: yeah it was it, I mean I was doing my best to fucking hold it back I heard just... and I
1: quote oh fucking goofy over there <laughs> yes yeah, like, yeah. I'm so sorry guys just, you don't understand you don't understand what's happening over here uh, oh yes yeah.
0: nose. <laughs> so we were just being really fucking idiotic the entire time oh. I kicked his ass too oh um <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah, like, that's, <laughs> that's probably the worst part, is, like, I, like... Mm.
0: Nothing to show for it. A lot of kitchen fakes showed up during those games.
1: I think with game one, which is the highest chance that I can win, uh you had three of them.
0: Three of them. I, I... No, no. No, it must have been game two, because that's when I, like felt really bad, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Here's another Finks.
1: I think the first... Okay, in that, in that case, I think the first game was just had really unfortunate draws, and the second one, you just, like, you... Put, yeah, I
0: you think know, I, I ended up getting favorable trades out for a while, and then, like, just couldn't stabilize.
1: Whatever. It's 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 the fucking magic. But yeah. the point is, we made an ass of ourselves, and that's that's essentially our life right now.
0: And so I sat down for round four, because beer was round three. Um, actually, I should say first round. I want to guess this guy playing mono-black. I don't know what the fuck he was playing.
1: Uh... Mono Black Unfortunate. Yeah. Mono Black Mono Black uh, Kitchen Table. Uh, I, I played against him. <laughs> yeah. And you you played him last, last round? Yeah, last yeah. round. I killed him turn three of the first round and turn five the second round.
0: Yeah. Um. Game one he uh, he got me down to four life. I'm like, that's cool. And I just like Coco off get Vizier get Druid go off. He's like, oh mm. cool. And um, I look at his stuff look at my thing I think I sideboarded like one card in with, like another Kitchen Finks, Yep. and then played him again and just turned three of them. Felt bad because
1: like I mean, okay, he he was genuine in the fact that he was completely new to the format and yeah. like every like by the end of it, we we're all kind of coaching him like maybe you should look up like a mono black list or like look up a rats list if you if you have your heart set on rats. And he had a Liliana, like yeah,
0: that's he, a good start to a, a, yeah. a good deck. Like he could play eight rack,
1: yeah, like. Uh, I, I I kind of explained to him like you can still win with janky cheap decks like you can. Mono win. On,
0: green stoppie is still a good deck. Yeah,
1: you can, you can even win on like I hazard to say you could win on forty dollars still. Yep. Yeah, like I don't know. Modern modern's just kind of there at the moment in which a lot of the good decks, although still are very expensive, you could definitely win out with like a one set of fetches. And like anything you want. Like it's it's a very diverse very fun format. You just need to spend time on getting your staples and like getting getting what you want ready. Yeah. I effectively said like if you're aggro, you want to win by turn through the four, and if you can't win by turn four, you have to set up for lethal turn four, and he's just like, Oh alright. I was like that's that like if you're unopposed, you should win by turn four.
0: Yeah. So yeah, goldfish turn four,
1: essentially. Yeah. Uh, we, 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 we taught him. We, we essentially, like, the guys all around him were, like, essentially tutoring him. Because I felt bad. Like, he definitely was unprepared for what he saw. But, like, we kind of wanted them to, like, get out of that with a positive experience on his hands.
0: Yeah, because I, I felt pretty bad. I'm, I'm glad he actually stuck around all four rounds, so. though.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think he just wanted to learn and like, one way. <laughs> like, I think uh, also what kind of tied them there was one of the people there was his ride. But that's still, though, like... Staying there to play and learn is probably the best thing for, yep. for a new player. Yeah. Um, especially in a tough format like Modern. Like yep. Modern, when I started, I just couldn't get my head wrapped around it. Like wait, Ryan like, hated it for fucking ages. I think I I don't know. I think Ryan still hates it, but that's because standard allows you to play whatever you want.
0: Yeah, well he's I mean he built that Solemnity deck for Modern. Yep. Like he he wants to go modern with it.
1: He I think he wants to play I don't know if he's playing Solemnity. Speaking of which, did you give him his unlives?
0: No. If we're going to drop off those one swipes, I can drop him there.
1: Yeah, might as well now. Um, but yeah, uh, I think he wants to either. I think he's either playing Drazi. I don't know if he sold them all yet, or like he's playing that now because I think he he runs one But that would make sense because he
0: has is Still a good deck.
1: A lot of decks are still good. Like you could again, moderns in a great place. Magic the Gathering right now is a in a good place in which you can play anything. You New still days? have to look up staples. Like I'm pretty sure if you run white, you're obligated to run pets. But that's still like only a forty dollar investment.
0: Yeah, like there's so many good decks right now. Like everything, ba- like
1: like the uh, in modern,
0: there's not really like yeah. the best deck anymore. Like Grixis Death Shadow was arguably the best, but like you got a lot of people tuning for that. So you got these coup decks that are coming up. But people are running in like, all right, a little bit of land destruction or disruption that way. Right.
1: Honestly, the only thing you need to spend money on right now in modern and arguably standard is your sideboard. If you can sideboard in exactly right, you are fine. Yep. Like.
0: You can turn a bad matchup into a good matchup in the sideboard.
1: If you're lucky enough to pull, like, a Blood Moon, or, like, lucky enough to pull, I don't know, anything that interacts with, uh, interacts majorly with the board that might be slightly more expensive than you would on main board, you'd, st- you'd still be fine. Like, Blood Moons are pretty much the king of, I don't want you to do that.
0: Yep. Well, like, cause a lot of, uh, the land-based decks that are really good are Eldrazi Tron and Valakut.
1: Yeah. Which, which shuts
0: down both those decks.
1: And arguably, yeah. And which are
0: both tier one decks.
1: So like yeah, like a single side war card. I mean, there's a reason why they were like sixty, like fifty yeah. bucks. I think yeah, yeah they were they went aside at sixty, but yeah, it it. Bound's a good place. Magic: The Gathering in general is a good place. Standard's an amazing place right now. You can Standard's amazingly fun. Like Ryan just rocked me with a fucking Minotaur tribal.
0: Oh yeah, I, I shredded him though.
1: I mean, yeah.
0: he. I mean, he can't handle the six six flying haste or like yeah, flying haste vigilance lifelink.
1: I mean, I can't either, which is why I have to like go off. Or that's that's also the reason why I have like fire shriekers. But yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so, you know, I still need sideboard tech for you.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's less it's, so for
0: you. It's more in general, but like it, it just so happens to hit you too. I mean,
1: yeah. Uh, I don't know. Just the aggro strategy. That's a lot. Like yeah. uh, the, really, my only strategy against you is to get my hydras out fast enough and big enough, or like actually just turn for you before you could do anything. And really the sideboard tech there is either negate your gates or negate things that remove my shit and then just abrade your things that do land. Yep. I don't know, there's 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 a lot. Like even even shitty decks like mine, because I think Pumler is very vulnerable, except for when you have Hydras and Glorybringers, those are especially yep. spicy.
0: Yep. Even the sideboard of my deck that um like I'm I'm probably gonna go to the Jeskai package. Yeah. Three glory bringers at the side. Two Glorybringers, two Chandra. Like very removal heavy.
1: Well, okay, glory bringers are so good that they are essentially they they essentially read like searing blades. Like deal four damage to you, and also if you don't want them to untap, deal four damage to a creature. Yep. Like it's it's such good removal that I'm going to get made bored. Like. <laughs> yep. And
0: I don't even care. Like I can swing haphazardly, and if it dies, I can bring it back with Godfarer's gift, which is also really good.
1: Yeah. I still like to test the Glory Bringers out. Like uh, they won against Ryan. They won against a few other people in uh, in like the, the 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 illegal Magic the Gathering uh, that cockatrice. Yes. Um, but like I I'm very it, like not confident about our local meta. I kind of want to try it against you because although it does hit your four fours, like I I might not be able to get it out there fast enough. It's it's we're talking Magic the Gathering strategy. That's how you know we run out of things to talk about. Yeah. Uh, either way, Magic the Gathering a good.
0: No, it's... it's a fun game. I, I'd say, honestly, right now is the best time to get in the magic, because it's so freeform, you can kind of... Like, there's so many decks in every meta that you can kind of pick something that fits, or you can try something else. Like, it's it sucks that there's not as much ingenuity in magic, but I think where everything is kind of healthy, you can just find a flavor that you enjoy regardless.
1: Uh, I think there's a term being thrown around now called pet decks, which are essentially... I yeah. want, like... For example, the uh, the girl there that plays standard humans angels. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she's planning on just, that, like... That is a
0: spicy brew, and I've not seen it on any list. Right? It's
1: actually really good. Like, if she gets a Gideon out, I have to try a lot harder to beat her. Like, effectively, I need to either, like, blow her out immediately or yep. lose. Like, that's essentially all my decks, really, but yep. blow her out immediately and lose. And, like, normally for other decks, it's kind of... it's difficult to push out a win if Everything goes wrong the first, like, five turns of my decks. Uh, but it's not impossible. Whereas hers has, like, ev- everything is tuned to the point where, like, I can't keep up. Like, yep. it's kind of like your deck in which eventually you have 6-6 with lifelink. Like, even if, even if you get really unlucky, eventually they will come. It is, and, like, it's yeah. very hard to come back from that. But, like, same with hers. And then she wants to turn that as soon as they rotate out into a modern deck, which I'm very excited to see, because... Well,
0: there's a lot of good green, white, good stuffs that aren't really making the rounds on, like, MTG Top 8.
1: I'm sure they can, though.
0: But, like, there's this one deck that I really want to build. Yeah. That is just green, white, Ramunap, and uh, Azusa. And you just Ghost Quarter the shit out of them. It's a green, white, taxes deck, essentially. Yeah. But, like, Azusa, I can play two additional lands. Ghost Quarter, get it back in the graveyard. Ghost Quarter, Ghost Quarter. There you go. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, that's that's going to be annoying as fuck, so essentially yeah. I need to turn three you again. <laughs> and
0: then, like, flash an Aven Mind sensor. Yeah. And then, there you go. You're looking at the top four for hopefully a basic land.
1: <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I don't know. Like, in terms of my pet decks, the Atriate 8wag is still doing well. Like, it, it can still potentially do work, it's just really bad against sideboards, but that's that's just me. Like, uh, essentially I need to hit that turn 3 Blood Moon for insurance, or yeah. turn 3 win. But that's, that's kind of normal with the deck now. Like, I'm, I'm pulling them really consistently now. I don't know. It's just the way I shuffle anymore.
0: It's an explosive deck. It just, I don't know, there's something that it just needs to kind of push through.
1: Um, yeah. No, I, I, I think it's just a combination of, like, things that I need. Like, I need to either aggressively maul into a turn three, always, like, a turn two always combo out or, uh, like, just get more pieces so that I can... Like, if there is a way to make my deck uh, with more Metamorphos... Well, Morphosize... Morphoses. Metamorphos. Uh, like, <laughs> I just keep saying it. I just read a fucking gun. Uh, if there's any other way to thin the deck out, it'd be better. Yeah. Because I, I effectively need 12 cards. In addition to maybe Tarkas a command, but yeah. I mean, if...
0: I, I still don't mind the Street Wraith idea. Pay a bit of life, but, like, that's... Your, your deck's now 56 cards dead.
1: I've never actually had a game in which life actually mattered for me. Yeah. And if, if it you're, did, if you're, I lost anyway. Yeah,
0: if you're going to lose to life loss, it's if it's 16 or if it's 20, it's gonna it's not going to matter, because you're probably going to lose it regardless. Me, I do infinite damage, so you paying
1: We're to, Street Wraith's... What's going on with straight With? Is that, is that bad or not?
0: No, no, it's not bad. Not yet anyway. I don't know if uh, what Monday is going to bring tomorrow. Shit. <laughs> I mean, a couple days from next. We always record on a Friday.
1: I mean, yeah, no. Like, always, always Friday. Monday. Monday is the day I get to find out whether or not my deck is less shit. Boy, well,
0: I can't wait until a couple days from now. Mm.
1: I mean, my, yeah. My deck is essentially 50 cards at that point in which I can just pay two life and cycle the card. I think I will... I, I don't know if they're replaced with it, though. Like I evidently just need more combo pieces. I might replace uh the bomb Gariz, honestly. Even though they're spicy as fuck.
0: I mean you could even drop two land.
1: Oh yeah, no, that's right. Okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. I'll yeah. drop two lands.
0: <laughs> drop two land, put four of those in, drop couriers, and just go off. Like draw a better the hand.
1: Depending on how much strict rates are, I don't know if they're expensive.
0: Uh they I have one, but they've they've definitely gone up in price.
1: Oh look that up. But the Pentagon, like, because that's, that's a really good idea. Like, I can spend eight life to essentially just cycle out. Yep. Uh, I mean,
0: like, that. look, look at in, uh, Infect. Yep. Because that used to have Gitaxian Pro to just fill the graveyard to delve out larger than life on a single Infect creature and also see what's there. But it's just like, cool, pay two life, get a new thing, pay two life, get a new thing. Oh, look, my graveyard's stacked. I have a bunch of pump spells now.
1: Yeah. I think I might take out the two Windswept Heats and the two uh, Grim Lavamancer. Oh, maybe not Grim Lavamancer. I think about my career because Lavamancer has a lot of applications.
0: I like Grim Lavamancer. Yeah, especially it's really because now good. I'm
1: street racing. Yeah, like uh, I can finish them off with the two, or if they have like a fucking uh, Thalia, I can turn one Grim Lavamancer, not a problem.
0: And it's in main deck tech against living end, I guess.
1: <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Man! Oh man! All those living end decks that I see. Actually,
0: like, they have Swamp Walk on them. Living in is a black deck. Like, if you hit them hard enough, you, if you sacrifice everything, but you get your Street Race back, they can't win.
1: Mm, I suppose. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a bad idea, but, like, they can turn three, like, they have no interaction with you until, like, turn three or four. And by that point, they'll probably be down to, like, four health. <laughs> and if you get two Street Race back, that's four damage Swamp Walk.
1: I might get Die? a one of Blood Crypt or some shit, but I don't know. I don't know.
0: I mean, you got Manmorphos.
1: Oh yeah, the fuck, that's right. No, <laughs> <laughs> I keep forgetting. My deck's now fifty
0: cards. All right. I mean, my uh, my standard deck is blue white mana, but I have two black cards in there. Noxious fucking Gear Hulk is just too good.
1: Anyway, that's uh, <laughs> that, that'll be it. Now, now, we're just gushing over this fucking deck, deck spice. But yeah, no, uh, really enjoying the game. Really enjoying. Uh, I'll hopefully enjoy Lisa. I'll probably gush about it when I finally play it. I'll have to finish Tolanite first.
0: And and I guess um. Fuck giraffes. Uh,
1: giraffes are fucking the worst. First of all, okay, all right. So, what camouflage in fucking Sivana allows Kukadots? Like, if I take it out and fucking